Welcome to another episode of Anime Cons TV. My name is Doug Wilder, and I'm recording this the day before I go off to my 18th year attending Otakon. And, well, you know, it's my 18th year, so a lot of people have actually asked me, you know, how do you keep interesting? How do you stay involved and invested in going to this convention, especially a convention you've been going to that long? And how do you stay interested in conventions in general after such a long time? And it's one of those things that's a weird thing. So, you know, maybe you have that friend that just says, well, oh, conventions aren't fun anymore. They used to be fun, but now they're dull, boring, or whatever. Maybe you feel like, for whatever reason, kind of anime fandom has an expiration date, you know, that you have to kind of grow up out of it. And, well, some of us are never going to grow up, but we'll get to that. Or maybe you feel like you've been going to conventions for a while now and nothing's really changed. It's all into the same old thing over and over again, and it's gotten kind of boring. Or So I guess the question we got to ask is, how do you keep it, uh, conventions interesting? Well, first things first, I'm going to tell you guys to do a little soul searching and think about why you started going to conventions and how did that change was it when did you start going because it was something you've never done before it was something new something flashy something exciting a new experience things like that was it perhaps the only chance to see certain friends that you met online or never get to see anywhere else uh was the dealer's room at a convention the only chance to get certain merchandise that uh, you collect because you can't find it anywhere else. Uh, maybe you wanted to meet certain guests that were related to a favorite show or comic that you read. Or maybe there was some special programming that you absolutely had to see um, because you'd heard about it and you wanted to see it uh, for the first time. So there's, gonna, there, there's probably lots of reasons. And I'm going to touch on some of these as we look at alternate ways to kind of keep things at conventions Maybe not necessarily feeling new, but at least how to keep them interesting and engaging. So the first and most obvious one for me personally, I tell people, is consider uh, doing different programming while you're at the, pro at the convention. Don't just try and keep doing the same thing over and over again, because if you're doing the same thing over and over again, it's going to be literally that, the same thing. And eventually it does kind of get predictable. So... There's different ways to do that. Um, if you go to a certain type of panel, like maybe only panels related to a certain franchise that you like, or things like that, broaden your horizons. Maybe find panels of an anime or you know other pro uh, TV show or whatever that you wanted to learn more about that you only really heard about but didn't know anything, or that's kind of tangentially related uh, to. Uh, the stuff you like so you know maybe you liked my hero academia and so like well you know maybe okay that's this kind of manga genre it's a superhero manga what other superhero manga is out there so now you can and you can find a panel like that um but one i'll always kind of tell people to check out especially if you really are invested in anime and manga Go to Japanese creator panels. A lot of times we'll go to big conventions, say like, you know, for example, Otakon or uh, Anime Boston stuff, and they'll invite Japanese guests, and their panel room won't be very full. There'll be, a, you know, plenty of empty seats. And these are some often some of the most interesting panels because these are people that work in the industry 
talk about very specific details like what it was like working on a certain project you know interesting stories they've had from the, their time in the industry things like that and it's a really kind of missed opportunity that a lot of people don't look for um i also look for panels that are known for altering their content from year to year you know some people have a panel that they submit every year to the same convention they keep the title the same you know the convention tries to schedule them at the same time year after year but it's different content every year and some uh, panels get a reputation for having different content year after year and that way if you know you've gone to it before you know you like it then at least it's going to be still content that's interesting to you because it's new but still related also finally if you've gone to say a panel or event that was run by someone that you really liked look up that panelist look up that presenter see what else they're doing maybe they're doing other conventions uh, or they're presenting a different panel at the same con you're going to because now you've said okay this person does a quality panel on this thing i want to see if they'll do another good panel on that this other thing and now they've got a kind of a reputation for you and you have a at least an easy threshold for quality of things that'll be interesting to you next up i'll say this is consider different attending different conventions and i realize for right off the bat some people are limited by either where they live or how much but uh, budget they have for traveling to another convention especially if you have to pay for a hotel room or extra gas money things like that that can play a factor but if you can save up or just try a different convention maybe take a year off of the one that you've always gone to and see a new one it's probably going to help and give you some perspective there's almost certain to be at least one piece, one or two pieces of programming that are going to be completely different that you would never see at the other convention that you go to maybe just different types of cosplayers at the convention because it's a different time of year or just the fandoms different in that area things like that and another thing related to that is no matter how good a convention is no one convention does it perfectly i mean i have conventions i love i have conventions i hate but no one gets it 100 percent right plenty of them get a very well do a very good job but no one's going to do it absolutely perfectly and sometimes if you go to another convention you might get a deeper uh, appreciation for kind of your your hometown con like the one that you go to locally because of things like that's what you're used to or you might fall in love with that new convention and say well to heck with you old con I've, i have a new one that i love so there's ways to look at it that way too uh next up merchandise yeah I, you mentioned that sometimes people stop going to conventions because there's not a lot of stuff they really want in the uh, dealer's room anymore and there's a couple of different ways that you can kind of keep this fresh first off is instead of maybe the dealer's room go to artist alley uh there's a lot of creators that make really neat things you might find a good print or drawing of your favorite character you might be able to commission a sketch of someone uh, your favorite character maybe get someone someone to draw your favorite uh pokemon doing something awesome or something like that um and that's a good way to kind of get not only new and different merchandise but especially if you do like a, a commission at uh, an artist alley it's going to be something that's kind of unique and special and just for you it's one of a kind but if you still want to kind of browse the dealer's room 
there's a different a couple of things you can do. One of the things I've always tried to do for the past couple of years is I kind of have what I call a quest item. And what I mean by that is it's something that I'm specifically looking for and I kind of limit myself to only looking for it in the dealer's room. Or it's harder to find, so I'm going to have to spend more time looking through booths, things like that. Uh, several years ago now, I was collecting the original uh, Great Teacher Onizuka manga. And I was buying just the regular individual volumes. And my rule was I could only buy individual volumes at a, at a convention dealer's room. I wasn't allowed to go like on Amazon or eBay and order them that way. I had to buy it in a dealer's room. And it probably took me about a year till I got every single volume because, you know, obviously I can't go to a convention every weekend as much as I'd like to be able to. Um, and I had to search some, uh, some vendor's booth to find it. I had to keep a list of the volumes I needed. But it was a fun way to kind of go through some of these older uh, booths, especially ones that have kind of older stock or they just kind of hold on to items until someone finally uh, buys it at a convention, things like that. And it's a good way to kind of browse, especially if you like looking at kind of, for lack of a better term, the shelf warmer items that, you know, the vendor holds on to forever and forever until they're able to sell it. Um, another thing you can do is, especially like, booths that have a lot of merchandise that's hard to browse is take some time if you ha can make some time to really dive in so to speak um at uh what was the name of that con um uh anime fan fest thank you in uh new jersey uh back uh, uh two years ago i think um i went to that convention and one of the things i did was i found one vendor that had a bunch of, uh, you know, including those long comic book boxes full of uh, floppy uh, comic books, and they were all anime and kind of manga-related ones like that. And uh, several friends and I, we started just diving in and spending time browsing through the booths to see what we found. Like, I found some really neat, like, old Gundam floppy books like this that, you know, kind of all but forgotten to time. But these were older items, kind of neat, and as a collector of Gundam, they were super cool. Another time I found one booth at, I believe it was Otakon, that sold nothing but uh, kind of gotcha toys. You know, those little toys that come from uh, coin machines that are in the little plastic uh, balls and they have little like kind of toys and stuff. And this was just booth full of them from all sorts of anime, things like that. And once again, I had to just kind of dive in and start looking for things that I found interesting because it was, you know, a little disorganized. Even sometimes it was, I think they had certain bins dedicated to certain franchises, but I still had to go through it all. And it was a neat way to really look at and see what I could find for interesting material. So it's a good way to just try something new. And that's part of it too. And speaking of part of it, the next thing I'll say for kind of keeping a convention fresh and interesting is, well, become part of it. And what I mean by that is maybe just not, instead of kind of consuming what the convention has to offer, maybe uh, take the opposite role and play, be part of providing the content. And that can mean a bunch of different things, such as, well, those of you who have seen this convent, uh, podcast for a while now know that I like to present panels at convention. Maybe in one way to keep a convention experience fresh is submit a panel application and present a panel at the convention. You can also join other programming. If you're starting to get into cosplay more, 
maybe uh, sign up for the masquerade. If you're an artist, maybe sign up for a table at Artist Alley. Uh, if you're trying your hand at video editing, submit to the uh, music video contest. And stuff like that, um, it's neat because not only are you kind of enjoying the con on your own, but like say at the music video contest, if you're one of the finalists, not only do you get to sit down in that room that you've always seen all those AMVs that you love, but now you're a finalist and you get to see you, the video you made on the big screen and see the fans' reaction to it. And that's something that's pretty cool. I mean, things like that. Um, and of course the big one for kind of becoming part of it is maybe it's t consider volunteering at the convention, like take a day, just do a couple hours with the volunteer stuff. Or if you want to get even more serious, look at joining staff of the convention. And I'll just preface this with volunteering and staffing are 100% not for everyone. For starters, we couldn't they, we couldn't have a convention if everyone was on staff. But at the same time, there's plenty of other uh, neat things that you can do, especially if there's an area you want to learn more about or you have a special skill that might be helpful for, for the staff look into that um i've said before when you're on staff you get to kind of have a different brand of fun different kind of it um and you'll probably meet a lot of neat people uh and which kind of will bring us to the next thing um which is we say friend you know friends sometimes say oh well cons aren't interesting to me and this can be a tough one because sometimes just people grow out of fandoms it happens. Things that mattered to us, you know, five, ten years ago, don't matter to us anymore, and that's okay. You know, if you want to, if you want to try, maybe invite that friend. And say, hey, I'm going to X Y Z Con in Wichita. I'd love for you to be able to come back and you know see it. And maybe the friend will say, oh, you know, it's been time. But the friend could say, oh, you know, I'm sorry, that's not really my thing anymore. And either response is okay. Don't don't get mad if people say thank, but thanks, but no thanks. As long as they're not being hostile to, you know, trying to move on. But again, there are ways to make new friends. Uh, I brought up paneling again because I've done panels at conventions. I've met some people that I now consider some of the best friends I've ever had on the convention scene. It's hard to imagine my convention experience without them. When I joined staff, I got to know some people. Um, I met Patrick, our uh, our main host of Anime Cons TV and webmaster of AnimeCons.com. I met him through staffing. I met Elizabeth, our uh, one of our other hosts on Anime Cons TV, when she joined staff. Our friend Sketch, he joined staff after I got to know him, but he was on staff at Anime Boston for a little while too. Things like that. And again, these are people that I've met that are some of the people that are super dear to me. <laughs> and things like that so it's a really neat way to meet friends and again artist alley is another way you can make connections if you decide to run a table um if you submit anime uh, an anime music video maybe you can meet up with fellow editors things like that there's plenty of ways to make new friends i mean it's i know it can be scary to make new friends i i get it but don't give up hope there's just ways to look at it um, and finally, the thing I will say is one of the ways you can avoid burnout and just feeling like cons are getting stale is think about quality of conventions versus quantity of convention. A lot of burnout I've seen for people that say conventions are no longer fun are people who either do 
too many con conventions, like they attend you know, 20 in a year, or they just burn themselves out because they try and do every single thing at one convention, and both aren't that good. So consider what you're doing and really kind of invest your time and make the one you know do the ones that you know are going to be fun do the things that really are the things you're passionate about don't just kind of do a convention or do an event at a convention for the sake of doing it attend it do it because it's something that matters to you and sometimes it requires taking a step back um and just saying you know i'm gonna do maybe a fewer con conventions this year but I'm still going to go to that one I know I always have a good time at. And this is really good if you go to a lot of conventions and starting to feel burnt out. Taking a step back, taking a year off, and only focusing on the ones that you know for certain are the ones you have a fun out will make those ones even better. Because now you've kind of given yourself a little bit of a, a reprieve. You've had a chance to uh, take a step back. And now you can dive back in and really make that fun. So that's a lot of it. You know, once again, quality over quantity. So if you have any other questions about how to keep conventions stressed or anything else, don't forget to send us an email or at podcast at animecons.tv or look us up on social media with TV. I will be reporting back next week with my convention report from Otakon 2018. I'm Doug Wilder, I'm at Nugoki on Twitter, and I'll see you guys soon.